0: Welcome to Crab Takes in Football. That's what this podcast does. I am TK, joined by Andrew Holly. Holly, we got a big episode today. It is our third annual mock draft episode. How we doing, man? I'm
1: doing great, man. It's time to mock. We've got we've got our uh, conference up, so we can share screens. We're going to use uh, Pro Football Focus's mock draft simulator. Oh, it's on today. It's on. it's
0: on. We got all of our screens ready to go. I got my research up. I got my my Red Star players up. And I got, of course, our screen share up. So let's just jump right into it. So for for those who may be listening to this episode for the first time, here's a little bit of background. This is the third time we're doing an episode like this where we just record as we go through a mock drive simulator. And it's going to be totally off the cuff. We don't know who's getting picked where and you know we're just going to have to you know see how the board falls. And um it it's it's always it's always a lot of fun. We'll we'll always recap each pick and we'll we'll go back and take a look at who we have picked before we make um you know several picks down the line to see how we are addressing the Ravens needs and and how are we doing? And uh and I think the PFF gives us a grade at the end, is that right? Yep,
1: we will all get right.
0: a grade at the end, at least per their thoughts. Yeah, for um, whatever that's worth, uh, you know, PFF does have its limitations, but it is a good mock draft simulator, so let's just get right into it. We're not going to do any trades because we just feel like we can go into a pretty deep uh, hole there. We can we can make as many trades as we want, but we're just going to pick the board as it is, so we're going to stick at 14 in the first round and, and just go through all seven, so Let's jump into it. Holly, let's enter the draft.
1: All right. Give me one second here. And here
0: we go. And we are in the first pick. The Jags are on the clock. Oh, man. This and is all going right. so fast. <clears throat> so
1: it's moving pretty quickly. We, we are up here at 14. If you want, let's recap the top 10. Now, we won't do this for every... Before every pick, but we might go, you know, and see the, the some of the, the some of the notable players picked before, and obviously note the players that are available. Yep. So uh, let's see. In this particular mock draft, we've got Aiden Hutchinson going first to the Jags, which apparently may not happen from all the the reports I'm reading right now. Uh, Kay, is it Kavon or Kevin? Anyway, yep, Thibodeau. Kaylon, yep. um, to the Lions at two. um at Quanu. To the Texans at three, we've got Sauce Gardner, who I would love to see fall to the Ravens, but that's not going to happen. Uh, pick four to the Jets, then Cross, the offensive tackle from Mississippi State, going fifth to the Giants. Uh, another guy that I I I am I am deeply in love with, along with many teams in the NFL. Trayvon Walker goes number six to the Panthers. Evan Neal, tackle out of Alabama, going to the Giants at seven. We've got Derek Stingley to the Falcons at eight, another corner off the board. I know a guy that is definitely one of TK's favorite players in the entire draft, Kyle Hamilton, going number nine to the Seahawks, the, the, uh, Big-time safety out of Notre Dame. And then we've got Drake London, wide receiver, going to the Jets at 10. Trent McDuffie, who a lot of people are mocking right now to the Ravens. We don't get a chance to choose him. He goes 11th to the Commanders. The first pick of the Commanders is Trent McDuffie. Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama, goes to the Vikings at 12. And a run on wide receivers continues here. Which is interesting. Garrett Wilson from Ohio State then goes to the Texans at thirteen. So wrapping us up here now at fourteen. TK, do you think we uh, continue the wide receiver run?
0: No, I don't think so. I think there's uh, there's some guys on here that I like. Man, I'm hearing that echo again.
1: Well, let's let's keep going and 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 Man. see
0: how it how it goes here. Yeah, um we'll work through it. That's all right. We got a new setup here me. today, so you know we wanted to do some big things for this episode. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that I like here. Uh, you know, the the top guy as far as uh, PFF is considered as far as average draft position goes is uh, George Karloftis, the edge out of Purdue. Um, tough guy. He would be. I think he would be a pretty good. Um, uh, compliment to a Daffy on the other side, a guy who can set the edge and, and you know has a lot of power to get out, get after the passer. Um, there's some other guys that I really like. I like Devonte Wyatt here. And, um, that, you know, now
1: one thing generally, and if, if anyone has heard me the last few weeks or the, at least the last podcast, talk about guys that I like in the draft, Devonte Wyatt's definitely A guy that I have felt like fits the Ravens perfectly. However, I will say this about Devontae Wyatt. I've read recently that there are a lot of domestic violence issues that have occurred with him. A lot of red flags that I have a feeling he's off the Ravens board. So as much as I would love to see the Ravens draft him talent-wise... It does not seem like that's, unfortunately, going to be something that may happen. Um, so we'll have to see how that shakes out. But um, he's one player that that really I I have been looking at quite a bit that, unfortunately, I think we might need to cross off our list as a guy the Ravens might want to draft.
0: Well, I had not read that, so I'm glad you mentioned that before I made any Regrettable picks here. Um, I, I, who who else do you like on the board here? There's, there's several guys who I'd be interested. Well, there's in several guys team. here.
1: Obviously we've got Jordan Davis who, you know, he is a you know, monster defensive tackle. I'm sure uh, anyone listening to this podcast is going to know who Jordan Davis is. So we don't have to talk too much about him, but he would, he would be quite, quite a mover and a shaker for the defensive line. um, Nekobe Dean is a player that I would love to see come to the Ravens. Now, I've read recently that he's potentially falling down draft boards, mm-hmm. potentially even into the second round. So he might be a guy that we could get later. Um, so it's, it's an interesting sort of mishmash right now. There's Travis Jones from UConn. You know, there's Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson is there. Um, you know, Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. We've got Devin Lloyd from Utah, who would be a pretty fantastic pick, to be honest with you. But honestly, that first name you mentioned, George Karloftis. I've read conflicting conflicting ideas about George Karloftis. He's either the perfect player to be, you know, that defensive end in our defense setting the edge playing a little bit inside doing a lot of dirty work i've also read he's not a scheme fit so i don't i i don't know what to make of that but from everything i've read he can stop the run he can he can you know play off the edge rush the passer he sounds like a player that would be a good fit for this defense
0: i think so i and can we check on the list? Where did Jermaine Johnson go? Oh, he has not been picked yet. That's
1: that's he one thing. So picked. Jermaine Johnson is still would, out there. I would love. Okay, so so, that's J- my so guy. let's let's go a little bit farther down this list here because because Pro Football Focus's rankings are interesting compared yeah, they're, they're to they're some to of the uh, rankings out there. So Jermaine Johnson yeah. is still there. He's a player we've got to be considering. Trevor Penning is also out there. Now, I don't know that he's a player that I would choose, but he's a player that seems to be mocked to us quite a bit. Um, Anybody else, as I scrolled through, David Ajabo is not anywhere close to being someone that I would take at 14, but he's also there still. Mm -hmm.
0: I think the way that it stands right now, if these are the players available to the Ravens, at 14, I think they run to the podium to pick Jermaine Johnson. I think you're right. I think
1: I think this ranking is a little awkward yeah. from pro football focus for him. And I think out of these players, he's definitely the pick at this point.
0: All right. Jermaine Johnson right. the second. Pair Welcome him to Jermaine. Welcome to Baltimore. Pair him with Adapte Oway. Johnson's a guy who can pretty much do it all at that other edge spot. Um I, I think that's a home run pick at 14.
1: Now we still need to beef up defensive line, still need to beef up cornerback. So while while uh, Jermaine Johnson is a great add, he doesn't necessarily beef up our biggest needs as yet. So let's see who's on the board. Well, actually, let's go back through here. So we're, we're ready to pick now at 45.
0: Mm-hmm. This thing is moving so fast
1: we're we're moving a lot faster than yeah. it did last year. Hold on
0: one second yeah. for me.
1: All right. So let's talk about the players that were were drafted just ahead of us here. so here's here's where I would have picked David Ajabo, and he yeah. was picked at forty two by the colts. so so three picks ahead of our pick. Um, Jalen Petre is another guy I would have been interested in potentially, yeah. uh, is it Quay Walker or Key mm-hmm. Walker? Yep. Uh, either way he's from the linebacker from, from Georgia. He would have been a player I might've been interested in as well. Daxton Hill from Michigan. He went number one in the, in round two. Um, let's see if there were any surprises in the draft at the end of the first round. Devontae Wyatt, who we talked about for a second, went 23rd to the uh to the cards. N'Kobe Dean went to the Eagles at 18. Loftus, who we almost chose, went 16. Went 16. Jordan Davis, who we probably would have thought about, would have been at 17. Devin Lloyd, 15. So we were, we were right in the players we were talking about, um, as far as who we were you know, debating. So at least we were, (laughs) we, we agreed with the uh, AI (laughs) at a pro football focus for whatever that's, for whatever that's worth. Maybe we'll uh, get a good grade. Who knows? Um, Okay. So let's see who is available right now. So let's go over the top, top five or six guys on the board right now, and then we'll go a little bit deeper. We've got Travis Jones, defensive uh, interior player from Connecticut who, uh, to be honest with you, raises uh, raises a uh, quick eyebrow for me. Yes. Leo Shenel, who's a linebacker from Wisconsin. Nick Benito, who's an edge player from Oklahoma. Jaquan Brisker from Penn State, who I know is a player that you probably love. Uh, Drake Jackson, edge player from USC. Josh Pascal, edge player from Kentucky. Let's go a little deeper. Brian Asamoa from Oklahoma is out there. Anybody else? Roger McCreary from Auburn, it's a corner. Cam Taylor Britt, corner from Nebraska. Marcus Jones from Houston.
0: Anybody else out there that? No, you're you're jumps saying the names. You? You? You're saying the names. I'm interested in. You know, uh, some of these names I'm going. I'm seeing are. Yeah. I like them with our third pick, actually. Yeah, I agree Still, with um, you. I would agree with
1: you. And I'll be honest with you, I'd, I'm i going to be interested to see how we move in this draft. And that's, that's mm-hmm. the one thing where we've limited ourselves. I really do not see us making all of these picks. There's just no way that we are going to come out of this draft having made picks for all of these players. And there's just way too many picks right and there's the only so many line.
0: roster spots
1: and you know there there's going to be movement i really believe there's going to be movement trading up um i just i just feel that way i don't know why i just do um it just seems like the draft for it that we're just going to go get players that we want um so anyhow it seems to me I think we would probably both agree that Travis Jones, the defensive interior from Connecticut, would be the the place we want to go. Is that is that your thought as well?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And, and that hits one of the needs that PFF is pointing out, and I think it's a need that a lot of Ravens fans also see is beefing up that interior of the defensive line. Jones is somebody – who you know in the run game can take on double teams, but on passing downs he also has the power and the length to uh, and and the quickness to collapse the pocket from the interior, which is something that the Ravens have essentially always lacked. Um, he would I think he would be a nice player to to slide in there along with Campbell and and Matabique, you know, learn from those guys, and and I think he would be another honestly home run pick at 45 if he, if he's there. I agree with you. If he were there, I think he's he's who who you got to pick and and what
1: what a bolstering so far of the front seven between Jermaine Johnson mm-hmm. and Travis Jones. That's a that's a nice start for the Ravens so far.
0: Absolutely. Welcome to Baltimore, Travis <coughs> Jones. All right. So we're going to come down here really fast to 76- All right. We
1: are already at 76, so I I can already see the player that I'm going to want us to take out Mm -hmm. of who's available. However, let's look at some of the players that were taken off the board before we were able to pick. I'm actually surprised by one of these players um, at pick number 72. So we're picking at 76, and this mock at 72, Zach Tom was taken. And he's an interesting player because he's listed as a tackle, but he's going to be – more of an interior player probably a center and the reason why yeah so it, it so the positional you know he played tackle last year but I guess he had played center earlier in his collegiate career so you know there there's tape of that but anyhow the reason why I find it interesting is Several of I've been doing several of these mock drafts recently and Zach Tom consistently would fall to the fourth round late to the fourth round where he was consistently someone I was like debating on whether to take three or four times. So I'm surprised he was taken off the board at 72. That's kind of a kind of a shocker to me just from based off of. What I've seen. Now that said, he's also a player I'm interested in, maybe the Ravens taking at the end of the fourth round.
0: Um, so anyway. Yeah, and for whatever that, for whatever it's worth, uh, Daniel Jeremiah has Zach Thomas, the n- number one twenty-eight player in the draft. So to see him go at seventy-two um, is a little surprising, but you know, yeah. maybe maybe they're seeing some value in that experience at multiple spots. Um, along the, I along doubt, the offensive line. I think
1: this is just a, I'll be honest with you, I think I'm this is an, just an, AI an thing. anomaly thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway, well, let's talk about uh, who we have available here for us at uh, 76. There's been a, a mini run on safeties. TK's yeah. has been inside. Nick Cross, Nick Cross from Maryland is off the board. Kirby Joseph from Illinois is off the board. Um, so you're feeling. Feeling sad. Feeling so sad. Good. But so, who do we have available to us right now here at 776? We've got Brian Asamoa from Oklahoma. We've got Jamari Saylor or Salier, mm-hmm. uh tackle from Georgia. Marcus Jones, cornerback from Houston, is on the board. Kellen Deach, who's a tackle from Arizona State. A couple other tackles. On the board, there's several players that are interesting out there. Cam Jurgens, a center from Nebraska. Anybody out there outside of I, – I, I think you might know who I like, who I'm going to say I want. Is there anyone outside of that player that you think we should consider?
0: Uh, are you going to say Marcus Jones? I am. Yeah, I, I think Marcus Jones because – um he has a lot of ability to play in the slot, which is I think one of the major needs for the Ravens. Uh and he has some return ability too in case anything yes. happens to Duvernay. A little bit of um um special teams impact there uh, obviously helps. Uh I think he I mean, we're going heavy on the defense early in this draft, and I think kind of rightfully so, um, to be honest. Um, Lance Zerline has him compared to Dante Hall as a return the wow. comparison. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, I I think he would be okay. a nice pick. Here we go. Uh, Marcus Jones is the pick. I mean, I yeah. think he's
1: he's really who I've started to zero in. You know, that's yeah. the one thing that I enjoy about these mock drafts is you you are at least able to start maybe not having a absolute as to who you're going to see your team draft, but you're going to have a better idea of who you need to do research on for Mm -hmm. when. And that, that has helped a lot Um, as because otherwise it was always just a guessing game. Oh, when, you know, when you think he'll get taken, well, whatever. So at least it's a little bit more of a, educated thought process when we sit here and think about the drafts and evaluate the picks and, you know, we're never going to be smarter than the guys that are actually doing the scouting, but at least it, it makes it fun as we sit here as fans and evaluate it for sure.
0: Yeah, certainly. And, you know, so far with our three picks, I think, you know, we, we hear so many times the Ravens don't draft based on needs, but, we're taking really good players that that are meeting some of these needs. Um, the edge, you know, maybe is more of a luxury, but you know, getting off, getting after the quarterback helps the the back end, and and you know, we bolster the back end as well. And if we're gonna push the pocket from the interior with Travis Jones and and uh, Justin Matabica, then you know we're cooking with gas. But you know, we have kind of ignored the offensive side of the ball, and and it would be interesting to see where some of these other um, these other offensive linemen are going in our draft here. So let's see.
1: Let's go over some of the players taken right before our comp pick here at the end of the third round. Pick 100. And I think this is a pick that I see getting traded. I I just see us packaging whether it's this pick and some of our fourths to move up somewhere in maybe the second round or the earlier in the third to into the second round to get people that are or or a person rather that has fallen. So I I really believe some of the picks that we're gonna start to make are gonna be fodder for trades. But Mm since we are not doing any trades here, um, we'll continue on. Um, so, you know, one player, as I look at some of the, some of the players here that were just drafted ahead of us here at 100, uh, Jeremy Rucker was taken the pick before uh 99, uh, to the Browns, Ohio state kid stays in Ohio, uh, tight end with interesting player. Um, was a guy I had looked at a little bit as uh, as maybe our third tight end. Donovan West, center from Arizona State, has been picked. Um, so obviously center is a position we need to think about. Um, so let's see. What is – who is on the board here still? Speaking of offensive line, we've got Kellen Deach. I think that's how you spell his – or say his name, but whatever. Um, Arizona State. <laughs> Normally I would care, but I don't think Kellen's going to be listening to this podcast. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, so I guess unless he's picked by the Ravens, maybe he will be. So I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. He, uh, could, he could be minutes. our first guest. Yeah, uh, that's true. Kellen can't wait to have you on, man. <laughs> Hopefully you, uh, you hear this and go, man. These guys are great. They talked about me for about a minute, and I want, I want to be on their show. <laughs> So anyway, uh, our future guest is is still on the board here. Uh, He's the second highest rated player still. Highest rated player is a quarterback, which I don't see us taking. Uh, Let's see. D'Angelo Malone is a guy I've seen quite a bit uh, just as an edge player. Damari Mathis is somewhat interesting from Pitt. He's kind of a bit too physical at times from what I've read. Uh, Cordell Flott from LSU. He's another corner on the board. Uh, Luke Fortner from Kentucky. There's a he's a center. Um, anybody here jumping off the board at you? Channing Tindall, linebacker from Georgia, is an interesting player.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, the center here because when I looked him up earlier this week, I got a interesting comp here from NFL.com.
1: Which to, which center?
0: Luke uh, Luke Fortner out of Kentucky. Um, the key for him, he's a team captain, you know, the Ravens love their yeah. team captains. Uh, he can play center and guard. Um, you know, he does have, uh, some issues getting to the second level, which is key in our, uh, offense with how much we asked the center to do. And, you know, we saw how much Bradley Bozeman did last year. Um, his NFL comparison was Matt Skura, so mm. um, who, you know, for a while, was a pretty solid he starter. Was okay.
1: The I mean, for an, un, I mean, Matt Skura was good for an undrafted free agent, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, i I I don't know. I mean, I'd, I that that's not to me. That's not a. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I want to jump and take him at one hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, sad to say, I have a feeling Luke Fortner will be there later if we really want him. You know, I would rather take a guy like Kellen Deach here, um, who at least is somebody he's six seven, three oh one. Um, you know, he at least I don't know, he's got good measurables, let's put it that way. Um I, I'm not sure that that, that uh, Luke Fortner's the guy I'd want there.
0: Um, yeah, th- I think if you scroll down a little bit more, sure. there was somebody else I was interested in here. Rasheed uh, Walker is interesting. Zion, McCullough yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy that I I had seen earlier. He's the tackle out of Penn State, Maryland yep. native. Um you know, if we're looking for tackle depth, I know there's several tackles on the team now between, actually we got some good news about Ra- Ronnie Stanley today. I don't know if you saw Oh that, really? I there did not Some medical uh, review was done and he looks like he's on track to be able to play um, as Fantastic. long as, as long as things keep uh, progressing. So that's good. Um, so we have Ronnie Stanley, we have uh, Morgan Moses, we have um, Juwan James and, and, um, Pat McCarry, but I think you know a true tackle uh, in this draft is is going to be interesting for the Ravens. I do like Rasheed Walker. Um, he's kind of a weird guy, actually. Did some weird antics when Penn State played Maryland, um, and and I'm not just saying that because Penn State crushed Maryland, but it's like you know, just it's just strange stuff. But he is a good football player. And uh, I is think he better point, right
1: now than the other tackles on the board? And I, I, I mean, obviously I have not scouted any of these people. So I'm just asking you seriously, considering we've got a guy who's ranked 77, we've got another tackle
0: who's, yeah, ranked I'm, I'm starting to throw out some of these rankings because, 11, they don't, because yeah, with the way that they had Jermaine Johnson ranked, it didn't really make sense to there. me. So, um, I, I, I do like Walker. Uh, quite a bit and i can't say that i've done the most research on deach but from what i've seen out of walker um you know he would be of good value at this spot and right. um you know he can play on either side uh, i think so yeah, all right I, I well, i'll give it easy. to you
1: here we all go right. and we're getting to the fourth round where uh, <laughs> we've got way too many picks here
0: we go yeah here we go
1: rasheed walker welcome to baltimore okay here we are 10 picks later we are back on the board kellen Dietz, our buddy is still available he's now the top rated player um let's see damari mathis still on the board excuse me cordell flott still a player on the board james mitchell is a tight end from virginia tech Let's see who else is around. Zion McCollum actually is a player that intrigues me quite a bit, although we've got quite a few other fourth-round picks coming up. But he's a player that is definitely interesting. Um, he may not be the the best corner out there in the world, but I think he's an intriguing player. Uh, Matt Willetsko is also an interesting tackle prospect. Um, anybody jumping out for you, TK?
0: Actually, Zion uh, McCollum. He's uh, he's standing out to me a little bit. uh All right, big. You don't have to tell me he's, twice. He, We're drafting him now. Yeah, he's big. He's he kind of fits what the Ravens do at corner. He's six two, two hundred pounds. Uh, you know, That's he can quite run. Bit. Yeah, he run. He runs. He he ran a four three three. You know, I, I think that 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 kind of fits what they want. So. All of a sudden, we've got two guys in the secondary. We've got a, an edge player. we got a defensive lineman, and we have an offensive tackle. Um, right. So
1: let's see. Um, so here we are now, nine picks later. We're at pick 119. Uh, Cordell Flott is off the board. Brandon Smith, linebacker for Penn State, is off the board. Damari Mathis, the cornerback from Pitt, is off the board. Um, so let's see. We've got another pick, what, nine picks later, and then we'll have, like, back-to-back kind of picks almost, several picks yeah. after that. So, we've still got three picks. We've still th- got three more picks left now in – no, four more picks, right? One. Yeah, we got 119,
0: two, 128, 30, no. 139, yeah. 149. So,
1: three picks after this now in the uh, fourth round. So as we said, we've got Kellen. Well, our our friend Kellen is still available. Um, is there any? Is there anyone out there that you are seeing as I scroll through? Matthew Butler is a defensive interior player from Tennessee. Um, you know, this could be a, a place we might take a running back. Um, O'Connell oh. <laughs> Your oh old God. buddy from uh yeah. Maryland is still there, but we, we still have several picks. We could probably wait to take him. Um
0: anyone yeah, there's, uh, jumping there's out for several here. several interesting players to me as we're as we're scrolling through here. Like you said, this round may be where the Ravens take a running back, and I know we're getting Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins back. Um, And, you know, who knows what the deal is with Tyson Williams and, you know, I mean, I and and Justice Hill is coming back off the injury. And I think that the Ravens will likely want a a running back here. And there are several guys uh, that I'm seeing that are available that are very interesting to me. One is Rashad White out of Arizona State. The other guy is Pierre Strong, um, who who really shined at the senior bowl. Um, not just as a runner, but particularly in pass protection. and um I, I think that's kind of one thing that the Ravens have been missing. I think he's he's a small school guy, I believe, yeah, South Dakota state. Um, he's uh, fast, he can he can um, he can protect the passer as a running back and hit and he can catch the ball. I think that uh, he is, you know, maybe not at one nineteen, but somewhere in that fourth round. I think they'd be highly interested in him. Um, the other, the other way they might go is, is um, tight end, and maybe not my guy Conkwo yet, but uh, there are some other guys that we passed uh, a little bit higher up that caught my eye, unless I misread. James Mitchell from Tech. Yeah, let me see if that's the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of soupy brain so here. Or ACL in 2021? Uh, that doesn't sound right. Um, maybe that's not the guy I'm thinking of. But interesting that he's still being – he has some of the best natural receiving talent in the draft is what that description just read to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I mean anybody that's that's catching your eye here? You know, this is where
1: I would take someone that fell for a while, like that Kellen Deesh, or um or just find another tackle that I liked, you know, like this Matt Willetzko guy. I just like his size. He's 3'12".
0: Oh my goodness gracious. Um you know, seven, so I mean
1: there, huh seven foot one wingspan. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven one wingspan. My goodness. He's he and nimble apparent nimble feet, quote unquote. He's the project NFL teams want. So he's an interesting player. Certainly. Now he's available later in the round, just like you were talking about with, with your running backs. So, you know, um, but, but like you were saying, this is where I would, I was looking at some running backs. I was looking at more of the guys like Kyron Williams. Uh, there's some guys, there's a Hassan Haskins later in the round Ty Chandler from North Carolina Haskins, especially because he's got that the Michigan ties um, with someone that that has stood out to me, although he may have already been drafted in this draft as we look at this. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I don't see him I don't see him uh, listed right now, but but anyway, uh, neither here nor there at the moment. Um so what are you thinking here? I mean we've got uh we've probably lost if we were on the clock, we've now lost our pick. I think. Um, thankfully, we are not on the clock. Is there is there a position group you want to go? Do we want to try James Mitchell? Do we want to try, you know, one of these, one of these halfbacks?
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's go for a running back. I mean, I, there's there's several quality ones available here. Uh, I want to go upset, Pierre, man. or are you going Rashad? Uh. Let's see. I don't know. You, you can you can pick either one. I think. I don't. I have can, no.
1: I haven't looked at either one of those guys. So
0: really, it's your choice. If yeah, we're going running backs, you've got to choose between those guys. I don't. Know. Yeah. Let's let's go Pierre Strong. I think that's a cooler name. All right. There we go. Welcome to Baltimore, Pierre.
1: All right. Here we go. Back at uh, pick pick number one twenty eight. Kellen is still on the board. He is falling, (laughs) falling, falling. Um, We're sorry, Kellen. We're going to keep you in the green room potentially a little while longer. Um, So Matt Walesko is still on the board. Let's see. We talked about Matthew Butler is an interesting interior player. Um, You know, 6'4", 300 pounds.
0: Um, Anybody else jumping out at you? Yeah, let's just go. Let's just go back through who we've picked so far because I'm already forgetting. All right.
1: Um. Let's see, I'm not sure how to look back through here. We uh, just have to scroll through. Yeah, we'll just scroll through here. So let's see. We picked uh, Pierre Strong was our last pick. Then we picked Zion McCollum. Before that at 110 then we have Rasheed Walker the tackle from Penn State at pick 100. then we had the cornerback from Houston Marcus Jones at number 76. Then we have Travis Jones the of the new Jones brothers uh a defensive interior defensive interior player from Connecticut at 45 and then in round one, we took your boy from Florida State, Jermaine Johnson, the second.
0: It sounds pretty good to me already. I'd yeah, be so far I'm it. really
1: liking this draft. We've got a couple corners that I've been interested in. Um, definitely the the first two, the first three picks for sure. I feel like we we knocked it out of the park. Um, so I'm I'm especially happy right now. Uh, we really can't go wrong with who we pick here because the rest of our draft has been just that good. I really would would like to pick go here. I like him as an, another developmental tackle, especially if Walker's
0: a guy that has to kick inside for one reason or another. Yeah, what you- go for it. I like it. All right, I like, I like that. As long as there's a decent thought process behind it, you know.
1: Um, I like let's it.
0: see, our boy Kellen is still on the board.
1: I feel bad for him. Man, I almost want draft him just because. But we're gonna let it ride. Um, let's see, is this where we go with your boy a Ak- Ak- Oquanco or Oconquo? However you okay. say his name. Oconquo. Oconquo. Thank you. Maybe another defensive interior guy. There's a lot of big fat guys around we could choose from. What are you thinking? Yeah, I
0: mean is is this a spot where we look for safety maybe. Oh, interesting. Um, you got to look for a safety here, you think, huh? It's possible. You don't think There's we have enough,
1: enough safety depth
0: at the moment? I'm going with Williams and uh Clark, we got Stevens. I guess our Darius Washington's on the yeah, roster. Yeah. We we've got some we've got some guys.
1: We've got uh it's the, the young guy we drafted a couple years ago that, that got cut a few times, but he's back on the
0: team. Oh, um, Geno Stone?
1: Yes, thank you. That's exactly who I was Oh, again. and
0: speaking, speaking of the secondary, um, a undrafted free agent that turned some heads, Nigel Warrior.
1: Yeah, That's Nigel not- Plus,
0: Jefferson's back. Jeff- well, Jefferson, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. He's pretty solid. I mean, he may end up being our new co cap.
0: Wow, that's true. that is true. Uh, but I, I was saying Nigel Warrior he left uh, after getting cut, was signed by the Seahawks and was not retained by the Seahawks, and that is a reunion I would be definitely interested in. Would you though? I mean doesn't, yeah. I mean it wouldn't it doesn't tell you something that the Seahawks were like, yeah, he's not good enough. I think he was actually pretty good with them to be honest uh okay. who knows what they're doing but well that's true
1: I mean you can probably question a lot of their decision making at different points but I don't know I the he's other not place, a player I'm like oh gosh we need to have a reunion with let's put it let's put it that way
0: the other uh, place uh that we could go is tight end here and you know other than Okonkwo there's um I believe we have available Daniel Bellinger. Yes, from he San Diego State I think I saw his name um, He's Got the size 6'5", 250 um, Takes all the boxes As they say for the pieces, yeah. Quote unquote 4'6", 40 yard dash um, Durable He Didn't have like the biggest Numbers in the world at San Diego State but who knows what that they also I mean, didn't use them either probably so. right so i um between the raven's ability to develop tight ends and the uh, the athletic ability that this guy comes with i think that he may be a fit here um You especially seeing how Mark Andrews has grown as a blocker. You know this guy's main knock is that he doesn't really block, but Ravens have shown that they can get guys to do that. So, uh, well, welcome
1: to Baltimore, Daniel Bellinger. You have now become pick number one thirty-nine. Wow, many many run on tight ends. The Green Bay Packers jumped right in. And grab Charlie Kolar from Iowa State, making sure we wouldn't get on the board and double <laughs> up on tight ends just in case. Smart move by the Packers. You never know. Uh the Ravens get a get a little uh get a little sneaky sometimes.
0: Double they do, those, and we have, have we doubled up yet? Have we doubled up anywhere?
1: We we've doubled up on corner. And tackle, right? And or- ta- Yeah, corner and tackle. That's it so far. So, right. uh, which actually surprises me, because it historically th- this this year when I've been doing these mock drafts, I've I've tended to go deep on corners, which obviously is held true a little bit here, but also deep on defensive interior. Even when right. we've gone and when I've gone, say Jordan Davis in the first round or something like that, I've tended to to continue to. Just get big old fat dudes that that are just massive and add them to the list. But we've been a little bit more, a uh, little bit more in- interesting about our choices, I guess. Let's put it that way.
0: Fair enough. Um, I do think it's likely worth trying to get into that interior a little bit more. Okay, is that where we want to try to go here? So. Yeah. Defensive
1: interior. uh, Let's. We want to filter out positions here since we're we're at that point in the draft. So, defensive interior players here. We've got two more picks. We're at pick 141 uh, at the end of the fourth round, and then we'll have our pick in the sixth round. So, who do we have here? We've got Neil Farrell Jr. Defensive Interior from LSU. We've got Curtis Brooks from Cincinnati. Uh, Thomas Booker from Stanford. Kalia Davis from UCF. Uh, Eric Johnson, Missouri State. Tito Agbania from UCLA. Noah Ellis from Idaho. Haskell Garrett from Ohio State. Jaden Peavy from Texas A&M. John Ridgeway from uh, Arkansas. Anybody out here that you're I- seeing.
0: Seven. Okay, let me let me make sure on Ridgeway because I think I really like Ridgway. and I'm not sure why his average draft position and his ranking is so low. Um, yeah, I think this is the guy. So, um, Lance Sterling has him in the fourth or fifth round. He is six five, three twenty one. Um, you you know, got all the physical. He doesn't necessarily rush the passer but uh i think he's gonna be a really physical interior guy and um i think i would love to pick him right here awesome well then you've uh
1: you've sold me he's our pick john ridgeway welcome to baltimore all right
0: dude that's cool all right we've here got, we a, go. we got a now couple, we're of my, uh, couple of my favorite guys so far awesome johnson ridgeway all That's right, well, here we go.
1: It's our last pick, number 196. Not the last pick, but our last pick. Uh, is there a position group you want to go after here
0: for our last pick?
1: Um,
0: Yeah, I think maybe – oh, there's Hassan Haskins. He's way yeah, down okay. there. Haskins is still still here. So what have we not picked? We haven't picked quarterback. We haven't picked guard. We haven't wide picked receivers wide have receiver. not been picked. We haven't picked punter. That kid from San Diego State. Yeah, had a raise that was there. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, what, you, are, what are the what are the chances the Ravens do that? Do you think? Like,
1: I you know, I mean I look at it this way. I if if he's a player that's really worth drafting, and the Ravens feel he's worth drafting. This is certainly a draft to do it because there's so many of these picks that they've got. Um, do you but, think somebody
0: else goes nuts and takes him in like the third round. Not in the third round. Yeah, but like didn't didn't the who drafted that really bad kicker in the second round? Know, like it's like somehow teams fall in love with kickers and they do. that have They do. But we're awesome we're,
1: we're smart, dude. I I mean I Look, we're probably going to do something stupid and draft him in the second round because I just said that. But I I have full faith that Eric DaCosta is not going to do something dumb. Mm
0: -hmm. If we choose
1: to take Matt Areza in the sixth round because that's our last pick and we think he's worth drafting. okay, I'm okay with that. You know, um, I also know that. You know, Cook. While he's fantastic and honestly should probably be in the ring of honor and all that jazz, which is crazy because he's a punter. But, I mean, if ever a punter for the team deserved it, it would be him. He's got a pretty high cap number and he's not getting any younger. You know, I mean, at some point, Sam Cook isn't going to be a Raven. Um. And those years are coming sooner than you think. You know, it may not be this year, but
0: it could easily be next year. Yeah, I think a guy like this, if he doesn't get picked by the Ravens here, I mean, he, somebody will take a chance in the seventh round. I mean, yeah. the seventh rounders are, are you know, kind of a crapshoot regardless, but if you can get a guy that you know can just kick the ball a mile, you know, why not? I mean, he can be a weapon. You know, if, 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 if you've got a team with a good defense, you know, that's a weapon for sure. Um, I'm just wondering if there's any other names in here that are uh, catching your eye be- before we go punter. Um,
1: I mean, there's certainly... You know, Smoke Monday's got the best name in the draft. Snoop Connors got a good name. I mean, at this point in the draft, I'd probably be, unless there was a specific guy that I had read about that would, oh, this guy's a late guy, I'd look for him, blah, blah, blah. I really haven't seen any of those articles yet this year.
0: Can you Maybe click on those Nick will Ford out more. I'm sorry? Can you click on Nick Ford Sure. really quick? Um He's a center prospect, and I think if I'm thinking of the right guy, he is like he is one of those like kind of under the radar type of players. Uh, two-time All Pac-12 first team. Um, he's he's like uh, what's his name? Uh. Who's our backup quarterback? Snoop Tyler Huntley He's Utah Dude, I'm I'm just looking at this
1: Sorry to (laughs) interrupt you here It intrigued me Because the Air Force Had a defensive interior player And I'm thinking Defensive interior for Air Force Are they ever going to fit in a plane? You know, I'm just trying (laughs) to think like But the thing that baffles me his dude is five ten and he is two ninety-four. Oh boy. That's he is a, a boy. I mean, talk about a fire plug right there. Holy crap. <laughs> that is a big like look. I am a chubby dude. I am five ten 240. i I'm fat.
0: This guy's got
1: 55 this guy's got fifty five pounds on me. Like, that's nuts. That's nuts. And I'm sure some of it's muscle, but still, that's nuts. Anyway, we're not drafting him.
0: I just found that interesting. Um, (laughs) It's just a little fire hydrant. Uh, So Nick Ford, we passed that name, and I am highly intrigued by him. So you're intrigued
1: by Nick Ford. You want to go Nick Ford potentially over the punter.
0: Over the punter, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Here's what I read on Nick Ford, and and here's what I've read in the past. He's 6'5", 320, three-time All-Pac-12 offensive lineman from Utah. He's played in 44 games. He started 40 of them. He's played all five uh, positions along the offensive line, mostly at center. He is good in RPO-style offenses. He's a good blocker in the run game, plays with power, and can get to the second level to get, block the linebacker. Um, he needs to work on his pass up blocking a little bit, but, you know, who doesn't? I think he could be an insane value in the sixth round I don't um,
1: mind that I would like you to read some superlatives about Matt Araiza just for fair you know just fair for, time
0: all right let me see what I can find on Matt Areza, NFL draft combine prospect profile I so we we can take Areza because you know that's fun but no I honestly I,
1: think, I actually kind of like your pick too but just for for giggles I kind of let, let's <laughs> tell, let's just finish the
0: conversation. I'd like to. All right, here we go. This is pretty good. Uh, nicknamed the punt God. Uh, wow. Reza p- possesses elite power and field flipping ability that can make him the highest drafted punter since Todd Sauerbrunn went 56th overall in 1995. 56? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. He, one of his things, hustles down and cuts off return angles as a talented tackler. Um, okay. Former you know soccer player. With, already in love, right? Right. Former soccer player uh, and hurdler with plus athleticism. Um, oh God. Dude, he, punting, he sounds like a Wolfpack member. Punting style creates strong forward bounce if it's not caught. The negative is that he has a relative disregard for touchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> which is what does that mean? Which is that he doesn't care if the ball goes into the end zone. He just kicks it as far as he can. Oh, I understand. Thirty-one point three percent of his pooch punt turned into touchbacks. This is not this is not great. He just kicks it as far as he can. Uh this would be a fun pick. I, I have no problem drafting this pick. I think I just want our listeners to know that Nick Ford is somebody that we should keep an eye on, uh, as a mid to late round draft pick for the, Oh, Ravens and who was it
1: that you wanted to mention? You, you tweeted me today and we didn't
0: talk about it. So. Oh yeah. He got picked. I saw his name fly by cam. Thomas is an edge player that I am very much interested in. Um, he is from San Diego, another guy from San Diego state. Uh, I mean, just watching him, he has the moves. He's got the, he's got the, he's got the pass rush moves. He's got, um, the athleticism. He can, he can play inside. He can play outside. I just, if he's there in the middle rounds, maybe three or four, I could definitely see, uh, the Ravens getting after him. His older brother is Zach Thomas. Um, He's his NFL comparison is Sam Hubbard who the always serves the brother? race. Yeah, is Zach Thomas. No, no, no. Not not the uh not the uh not the the Dolphins, Zach Thomas. Oh no, that's, no, no. That, that's He's like lot. old enough to be his dad. Yeah. I'm like who who are his parents? I'm like what? <laughs> I uh I'm all in on Cam Thomas. Uh, if he's there, uh, defensive end or outside linebacker, but yes, he he got drafted way before gotcha. we had a chance okay. at him. Um, All right, yeah, well let's, let's do let's it. Do, right. let's this is gonna.
1: I'm gonna preface this with this will get an F from Pro Pro Football Focus. They okay. no matter how high he is ranked, this is gonna this is gonna kill the our uh, overall score here. But I think that's we're fine. Okay with
0: it. It's like their rankings were trash anyway. So I don't really I agree care what, they, what they I mean, I,
1: some of their rankings were definitely questionable. There's no question. Yeah, so
0: that's definitely
1: definitely can agree with you there.
0: So All let's right. just go our picks here.
1: I mean, I think we had some really nice picks. Um, I, I do, too. I think we had a real nice draft here. Um Now, overall, we got wow. They hated some of our picks. Absolutely hated some of our picks, but I like them. We got a B minus, which is actually one of the lowest draft scores I think I've ever gotten. Um, but sorry, man, I actually I actually like this draft better than most of the drafts I think I've mocked. So so go for it. Let start. Uh, what what are your thoughts here,
0: TK? Yeah. I mean, some of our, some of our best graded picks are Jermaine Johnson who's a B minus Travis Jones, a plus at 45. I mean, that might be definitely the best pick if he's available at 45. I think that's a great value. Um, Marcus Jones, the corner from Houston, another B plus, and then all the other grades kind of sucked, but I do like the guys that we took. I mean, our worst graded player was John Ridgway and that he's one of my favorite players (laughs) in the draft uh in like the middle rounds and we got him at 141. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna just let that grade be. Um I think we got some really nice players in this draft. I do too.
1: I mean just for for, for one last, you know, overall uh, overview of of things here. So or one last recap, I guess is a better way of putting it. So we had first round, we went uh, Jermaine Johnson, the edge player out of Florida state, forty five in round two. We took defensive interior Travis Jones, who TK just mentioned was our highest uh, graded player for whatever that's worth. Uh, then we took Marcus Jones out of Houston in round three, number seventy six. He's one of my favorite players, I think in the draft, especially for the Ravens. Um, with his special team's ability, along with his coverage and corner ability, uh we took Rasheed Walker out of Penn State tackle uh round three at pick one hundred uh ten picks later, in round four, we took Zion McCollum. he's a cornerback out of big state big corner, yep, big corner, another guy that I really like as one of those mid round options at cornerback for the Ravens. Um, Then we went uh, to the offensive side of the ball for a little bit. We went uh, halfback Pierre Strong Jr. out of South Dakota State. And then we got a developmental tackle from North Dakota, Matt Wiletzko. And then a tight end from San Diego State, Daniel Bellinger. Before we went back to the defensive side for our last pick in round four, TK's boy, but pro football focus is... uh, I, they and must hate way, him. They
0: are way down. John
1: Ridgway from Arkansas. And then our wild card pick, which I kind of want to see happen now, <laughs> is, is Matareza, the punter from San Diego State. How about that? Man, year three. Mock draft
0: episode is in the books. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm not happy with this John Ridgway grade because we got him at 141 the draft network has him at a third round value um pro football network has him as their 111th player which is 30 spots better than where we picked him so whatever i'm 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 not happy with that grade but overall very pleased with this draft not only do we get really athletic um impactful players we addressed some of the team's biggest needs which were on the defensive front we got a few offensive linemen um and then we we added a big corner and we added a slot corner we added some return ability and uh we got a punter that can kick the ball a mile so i'm i'm pretty happy if if this is what the ravens come back with um i'd be i'd be pretty happy with this this is not what the Ravens are going to come back with because I don't think they're going to make this many picks I would love to see some of the guys we've selected here actually get to Baltimore um, because you know otherwise we wouldn't pick them but you know some of these guys here there's a real opportunity for for the Ravens to to pick these guys particularly Johnson and and Walker and and guys like that absolutely um you know there are a
1: lot of players in that range that, you know, if, if it's not one of these guys, it's going to be one of the guys we mentioned and debated about. Because there are too many guys out there either that, you know, came off the board right before we were going to pick or, you know, we talked about that, you know, got taken just after we picked somebody else, you know, that, you know, it it's uh, – that fourth round is going to be pretty key. I mean, those names – There could be a lot of familiar names, I guess, is what I'm trying to say um, Mm -hmm. in in that range. Um, You know, I have a feeling, you know, as I mentioned before, I I see us making, you know, half the number of picks that we end up having here. I mean, so what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten picks. Is that did I count that right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, between either. Future considerations or maybe a pick, for a trade for a player or, you know, meaning a, a a veteran or, you know, trades, trades up and back. You know, I don't I don't see us making 10 picks.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think so. I'm not sure that the Ravens will move up from 14. I could definitely see them not from 14.
1: Yeah. yeah, not yep. from 14. That's where I, I could see us maybe moving back from 14 Although I did read something today that trading back is looking more and more unlikely just because more more and more a lot of teams are looking to trade back. So the unless the Ravens see someone they want to move up for, right. Um it sounds like the 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 want of teams to to trade back is going to be more than teams moving forward. Um Mhm and so we'll see how that impacts you know what the ravens will do but that said i i see like as i mentioned before i see that you know the the picks after pick 100 you know to move up you know from either 176 or 45 you know to go get players you want or to get back into a round or or whatever the case may be when we really want a guy that's where those other picks are going to be there for. I don't, I don't at all see us taking five, is it five fourth rounders? There's no way that many picks in the fourth round.
0: Yeah, I agree. There'll be some shuffling. Um, I'm excited. So we're here Monday night. Uh, the first round starts on Thursday night. We'll, we'll, uh, we're looking forward to it for sure. You know, I'm I'm sure we'll, we'll be texting each other and, uh, I can't wait. It's always it's gonna be a good favorite, one, man. Thursday night, weekends. and then Friday. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it good. It's the best. It is the best. Um, and then we can get to some. And then obviously we'll be back after the draft to break down every single pick, predict each player is gonna be a Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer, Ring of Honor guy, and then uh, you know, we'll we'll get into OTAs, uh, and training camp, and then the season is second round free agency. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, camp man. camp cuts, oh. all that kind of stuff. It is just the Dude, best. undrafted
1: free agents. I mean, it's gonna be amazing. I can't, yeah, man. man, oh man, I can't. When we, when we find out the professional wrestler's nephew that ends up getting signed as a potential backup offensive lineman, and we fall in love
0: with them, and they don't even make it to training camp. I mean, God, it's gonna be amazing. And then now he's he's in the championship run and in one of the what is that NXT and it's cool oh, stuff. Oh, is he man. really?
1: Is is that? The yeah, one? he was a
0: fullback. I
1: I kind of changed it up for for a different player, but what was his name?
0: Bronson Steiner. Yes, yeah. such a good name too. God,
1: yeah. he was gonna be like he was gonna be my favorite player in the history of life.
0: I think so. The. uh well, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be so interesting. Like, how do we even make this many picks? There's not that many open roster spots.
1: I don't know. Well, guys, and, you know,
0: you look at how, how upset people were last
1: year when we're cutting guys that we drafted trading guys, yeah. and trading guys that we drafted. And it's like, well, what do you want? We only have so many roster spots, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's uh, – It's going to be interesting. We'll just have to see what happens. But uh, but it's fun times ahead,
0: no question. Can't wait. Can't wait. So we hope you guys enjoyed the mock draft. If you guys have any suggestions for our mock draft next year, we will certainly take them into consideration and then likely do whatever we want anyway. But uh, we do value our listeners' opinions. And, um, man, I just love the draft. It's so much fun. It gets me fired up. Holly, you want to sign us off?
1: Well hey I I mean it is it is that week the week is finally upon us draft week you know I didn't even take the time today to you know bemoan the fact that it's not the two-day Saturday Sunday marathon that I used to love growing up because it's draft it's it's draft week it's just it's the negativity's gone at this point it's ready we're ready to make picks let's freaking go. This is where the Ravens are built. This is what everybody gets excited about. It's draft week. Let's go Go Ravens. Ravens.